Let me sing you a song About the people that I love The poets and philosophers Workers and the wanderers Hi, this is Joe Jenks and you're listening to My Highway Home Celebrating music, art, culture and community from the driver's seat this week in my highway home, Sally Rogers and Howie Burson share some stories with us from their years on the road and over four decades as a couple. Sally and Howie are pillars of the North American folk music community. They have been performing together for more than 40 years, and they each have noteworthy solo careers as well, while continuing to navigate marriage, parenthood, and other artistic collaborations within their partnership. Sally is also known for her work as a song leader, a children's artist, a composer of stage musicals, and for her lengthy and fruitful collaboration with the equally marvelous Claudia Schmidt. Howie Burson is also an internationally recognized winemaker. Stay tuned for some great stories and songs from over four decades of recording and performing from Sally Rogers and Howie Burson, right here on My Highway Home. A note to listeners, there was some RF interference while recording this interview, and there is nothing wrong with your device. Love will guide us, peace has tried us. Hope inside us will lead the way on the road from greed to giving. Love will guide us through the dark night. If you cannot sing like angels, if you cannot speak before thousands, you can give from deep within you. You can change the world with your love. Love will guide us. Peace has tried us. Hope inside us will lead the way on the road from greed to giving. Love will guide us through the dark night. You are like no other being. What you can give, no other can give To the future of our precious children To the future of the world where we live Love will guide us, peace has tried us Hope inside us will lead the way on the road from greed to giving. Love will guide us through the dark night. Hear the song 
and you're listening to My Highway Home on Folk Music Notebook. Uh, I am here near Pomfret, Connecticut Yay! with Sally Rogers and Howie Burson, uh, two of my favorite musicians and colleagues and friends. And um, uh, we're just here having a conversation. We just had some marvelous homemade chili, and uh, uh, I was very eager to share uh, some of their stories with all of you. So, Sally and Howie, thanks for taking time. It's a pleasure. That's okay. We had nothing else to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. I know you better. <laughs> yeah. So I first encountered your music um, because when my sister Jen got married in 1986, she wanted the whole family to sing um, Love Will Guide Us. And so I learned that song along with my siblings to sing at a wedding. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, you played at a folk festival in Rockford, Illinois, where I'm from. Uh, and with some money that was hard-earned at lawn mowing in my early teens, uh, I bought your album, Satisfied Customer. And uh, Good decision. For, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I have never regretted it. I, I have played that record more than almost any other bit of vinyl that I have. And it's definitely made it into the history books because it's uh, the cover of that album is on the menu at Zip's Diner, where the picture was originally taken in uh, Killingly. Connecticut, right on the back. That's the great. Story. That's great. great. So it, you know, I, I I now wish that Wikipedia had existed because, of course, at fourteen, um, you all set me on a frantic search to figure out who Abelard and Heloise were. Ah, good. Um, and uh, and I love that about folk music. I love that about songs that can be a little bit uh, esoteric, a little bit obscure, in the ways in which they invite us to dig deeper. You know, you, if you don't give the whole story, only part of it. Um, it, it leaves some of the work to the listener. And, yeah. and there are several songs on that album that, to me, really invite you into more questioning of yeah. the world around you. Some of the old ballads are like that. Yeah, in fact, my <clears throat> mother used to say, my mother was a musician as well. She was a pianist, and she, she used to say that um, everything she knows about the world, everything about math, everything about science, everything about history, she's learned through music. And uh, I have to say, my life's been quite a bit that way, too, and particularly through the s songs. I mean, uh, I've, I've always been particularly interested in historical songs and in writing historical songs about, about people and places and events. Uh, what would be an example of one um, of historical songs? Oh, okay. Well, how about this one? Sarah Gray. There's a song. Now, Sarah Gray is also a singer, but this is a different Sarah Gray. Um, she was a, a woman who lived in Lebanon, Connecticut, just down the road from here. And she married Sluman Gray, who was the, the captain of a whaling vessel. And when, uh, well, a lot of people in, in the town there told stories about that she had uh, killed her husband. And and on board ship, 
and that he was buried in a keg of rum in the cemetery there. And you found that interesting enough to want to know more? I sure did. I wanted to know who this woman was. <laughs> well, it turned out she didn't kill him at all, of course. And uh, she she went on board his ship. She went on, I think, five different whaling trips with him, and often with her children. And uh, on the last one that he took, he uh, got sick and apparently had appendicitis or something like that, and he died. And she didn't want to bury him at sea, so they built a keg and put him in with the rum from the ship's uh, stores and saved his body from the sea. But they still had to continue whaling, so they went whaling up in the Siberian seas and were caught by a confederate. During the Civil War. Yeah, during the Civil War. But the problem was that the Civil War was actually over, but they hadn't heard that it was over. So the captain of the Shenandoah, the, the confederate ship, not a pirate ship, but a... Uh, privateer. Privateer. He was. They were privateers, and they took captive all the, the New England whaling fleet, burned them to the waterline, and put all the crew on Sarah Gray's ship. And so, and her husband is dead, right? And she's got two kids on board, including a two-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. And they have to figure out how to get home with this cask. And of course, this was done to them after the war was over. I'm sure when they got home and found out the war was over. Whoops. Whoops. Um, so anyway, so they sailed all the way home. And the story is larger than life. Yeah. And I didn't even know that there were there were parts of the Civil War that were fought off of the, the continent. Well, I don't think it was particularly that the Civil War was being fought, but they were. the ship was a... It had a, a letter mark that allowed them yeah, well, to, to catch Yankees. The, the purpose know, of that was to weaken the right. economy of the North. Right, yeah. regardless of where they were. And they this were out sort of like German U boats, you know, yeah. going after supply ships and things during World War Two. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, wow. the, so, yeah, so she ended up wow. getting her husband home, and he is, in fact, buried in a cask in the cemetery there. Sally was doing a historical project with the kids in the schools in Lebanon. And uncovers this, and the kids all learned about all this too. Yeah, they got to see the the um, bill of lading for the ca- transport of the cask to the cemetery. It's down in the New Bedford Museum. There's something so fitting about burying a captain in a cask of rum. Just, just <laughs> totally, like, yeah. This, this is just incredibly poetic. I well, mean, like, well, people just say, that in and of itself deserves a song. But people often ask, they say, "Well, so." so like, was he still in the cask? Did they bury him still in the cask? And and my thought is, I'm sure the crew drank that rum. I, I, I doubt they would have I let it. hope they didn't. I hope they didn't, too, but I'll bet they did. I really I'll hope they didn't. I'll bet they did. <laughs> uh-huh. bet they did. Uh-huh. I'm guessing there were at least one or two sailors on that vessel that were yeah. desperate enough. To <laughs> or, or, or followed a, a dare, you know. It's I <laughs> hope they had enough rum. <laughs> Let's change the subject. Because <laughs> that's not... You know, frankly, we that's not kosher. It became a Leonard Cohen song. <laughs> <laughs> In 1864, on June the very first day, my brave Captain Gray on the James Maury set sail with three children and myself, Sarah Gray. Brave girls, three children and myself, Sarah Gray. Twas my From Hawaii to Kamchatka shores Though I loved my heart and home back on Liberty Hill I loved my dear family 
company Again with women folk instead of crew In the ports of Hilo, Honolulu or on Guam I hope for female friends and current news Brave girls, I hope for female friends and current news Suddenly in March, the 22nd day My captain rolled in pain and agony For two days he suffered and he died aboard his ship But I could not bear to bury him at sea Brave girls, I could not bear to bury him at sea We ordered the ship's cooper a cask to construct About the size of a man We gently laid the captain in the barrel topped with rum To be transported back to land Brave girls, to be transported back to land on Guam, we hope to meet a merchant ship To carry my poor family home once more But no merchant ship nor whaler did we meet So we headed back north to Bering Shores Brave girls, we headed back north to Bering Shores We whaled dodging ice floes the month of June when the Confederate Shenandoah we did spy. They took captive crew and captains of seven Yankee whalers and burned them to their water lines. Brave girls and burned them to their water lines. The James Maori was ransomed with one other ship. The Shenandoah's captain did confide. This dear lady on this ship we must spare And her captain who in spirit still abides Brave girls Her captain who in spirit still abides More than 200 whaler men did board our ship Cramped and crowded toward Hawaii we did sail A ship with boiling blubber I'd far would prefer To the stench of the Maori as a jail Brave girls To the children were exhausted, my captain was dead, with no transport to take his casket home. Then a merchant ship made port and took us all aboard. For New Bedford we sailed around Cape Horn, brave girls. For New Bedford we sailed around Cape Horn. And I hired a cartage firm to haul the barrel home to the final resting place of Sloomin' Gray. He lies buried in the cask on Liberty Hill Alongside the graves of our five babes Brave girls, alongside the graves of our five babes And now I live in Ellenville, New York With my daughters Kate and Nellie and my son Yes, young Saloon Junior believes in me when I say that all of By myself, Sarah Gray And all in this diary is true That I love my children as I do my own life And I cherish Captain Sloomin' too Brave girls, I cherish Captain Sloomin' too
So how did the two of you meet? It was a coffee house in Greenwich Village, and it was a setup. Mutual friends wanted to put us together. Our friend Leo Kretzner, who's a wonderful dulcimer player and was on the circuit at the time, I, I, I came home from Bermuda, or I was on my way home from Bermuda, and I stayed at their house, and they said, you know, there's this guy, Howie Burson. And they showed me his album, and they gave me a cassette copy of his album, if I promised to buy the album, which I did. And um, I listened to the cassette for like six months, driving around in the car. I had the whole thing memorized. and uh, As one does. As one does. And uh, ended up at, well, it was, it was toss-up, actually, you know. It was between you and Nick Jones. Whew, just made it. <laughs> Because I had Nick Jones's album memorized too, but anyway, I, I played at a coffee Paul house. Paul Brady too, I thought. No? That was older. That was before. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'd moved on. <laughs> but anyway, I played at a coffee house in Greenwich Village, and Howie showed up, and uh, I threw my arms around him and said, "You're Howie Burson. Would you have time for an early morning sunrise?" Which was a line from the song that his friend. Bill Destler had written, and I had memorized it, and I sang it to him, and then he left. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even stay for the second half. Freaked him out a little, did you? I think so. (laughs) My lips are sealed. (laughs) Yeah, I understand you you had a, a commitment the next day. Yes, uh, required three hours away, early. early in the morning, making wine. Similar to what he's doing now. He, he got away from the winemaking to get over here to do this interview. Yeah, which we appreciate. And I'm guessing that uh, most of our listeners uh, do not know that this has been a, a dual career for you also, being a winemaker. Yeah. yeah, I've been making wine professionally for 46 years. Wow. Yeah, been playing banjo for 56. That's great. Uh, neither of those careers are easy choices for most people. <laughs> uh, to, in fact, combine both of them into one career as a banjo playing winemaker. Even uh, more so. Or a winemaking banjo player. This uh, is the know. second winery in Pomfret, Connecticut that he's worked at. Now, what are wow. the chances of that? Designed and built. Yes. So this, is, this is, I do believe, a very boutique career. Yeah, but, you know, the thing about it is, uh, it really... Beats, beats the hell out of having a grown-up job. Ain't life like a wide, wide load on a narrow road. Better take it easy, friend, you got a mighty big trailer in tow. You know, this road has got some pretty bad curves, but you can make it if you don't lose your nerve. Ain't life like a wide, wide load on a narrow road. Once I had a woman, sweet as the peaches on the tree We got married and things changed fast like a storm on the sea She didn't want me holding her tight She cried herself to sleep every night Now I wish her good luck wherever that woman may be Ain't life like a wide, wide road on a narrow road Better take it easy, friend, you got a mighty big trailer in tow. Oh, you know you could shoot for the moon If you only had a little more room Ain't life like a wide, wide load on a narrow road Once I worked for 
made of stone. Lord, he wouldn't say thanks if you work your fingers right in a bone. Just when the job was rolling along, he'd come and say, you're doing everything wrong. I'm my own boss now, and I make my mistakes all alone. Ain't life like a wide, wide road on a narrow road. Better take it easy, friend, you got a mighty big trailer in tow. Got to keep a steady hand on the wheel Cause a guardrail doesn't care how you feel Ain't life like a wide, wide load on a narrow road soloists. Uh, Sally, you also frequently collaborate with Claudia Schmidt, mm -hmm. and a lot of our listeners would know you probably preeminently from that collaboration. Mm -hmm. um, uh, how have you decided over the arc of your marriage and parenthood, you know, when it was time for Howie to do a record or for you to do a record or for you to collaborate with another artist or, you know, how do you, how do you make those decisions or navigate that? Good question. I mean, well, for me, I, I never have enough time. So whenever I can grab some time to do music, I try to do it. Yeah. But when I met Howie, I was on the road full time. I mean, full time, like all the time. And that would have been 1982. 81, I met him. And so when we decided to get married, we got married, Howie said, you know, you got to be around more. you got to be around more. And I kept saying, ah, I've already got these gigs a year ahead. So I started peeling off some, uh, you know, taking I, less work. I don't recall that. Oh, I do. And, um, and uh, taking a little less work. And then when we had kids in 1982, or 1980. Nine, we came home from India with our first daughter, Milana, and uh, we thought we'd already booked a lot of work together and figuring, you know, that if we were going to be traveling, it needed to be together because we'll have this baby to take care of. So we had uh, a six-week tour. We got home in January with a nine-month-old baby. Nine months? Was she nine months? Six. She was six-month-old. And in March, she was nine months old, and that's when we went on tour. And we had cloth diapers. We went on tour with cloth diapers to uh, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Michigan, Minnesota, California, California Oregon, Oregon, and Alaska. Alaska. 
And in all in one long tour, six yeah. separate jaunts. Six weeks, six weeks. We were Good gone Lord. with this little baby and cloth diapers, child and, abuse. And we, we, when we left home, we we said, either this will work or we'll never do this again. <laughs> and we quickly decided that maybe we would not never do it again, but we certainly wouldn't do it that way that we did it. So um, we cut back some. says to me there is no hope in this world why bring children in this world of sorrow this global bombs and war is no place for a child this deadly race brings promise of a grim tomorrow but in our children lies the wisdom of the years and our children reflect our loves and hopes and fears and we leave nothing on this planet but what we've done for all children Too many children grow up in a home of wounded love Precious products of a moment's careless pleasure And parents who were battered often strike out in their turn Destroying love and maiming this life's greatest treasure But in our children Lies the wisdom of the years And our children Reflect our loves and hopes and fears And we leave nothing on this planet But what we've done For all children listening to My Highway Home with Joe Jenks on Folk Music Notebook. This is an interview with Sally Rogers and Howie Burson. Howie, um, you are known by many people specifically as a banjo player and a banjo instructor. Uh, I know you used to teach at various camps. and Still do. Still do, yeah. Um, He's a really good teacher. How did that, how did that evolve for you, uh, being a teacher? Hmm... Because not everybody who can do a thing can teach a thing. Yeah, well, it, you know? it's interesting when you teach. That's Well, there are musicians, and I know some of them who actually know what they're doing, but I just play. And so when I have to teach, I have to figure out what I do, which is often instructive. I learn a lot when I teach people. 
Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And you have a brand new record that just was released this summer, Volcano Lake. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Hmm. Well, it's meant to be a snapshot of my music at this point in my life. I just turned 70. And so it's basically... What's the old boy up to right about now? Uh, the, the artwork on this is gorgeous. Yeah, uh, isn't it's it? It's really interesting photos. Um, but there's no there's no song credits. It kind of makes you want to open it up and go, yeah. what's, what's that about? I can who tell who you are the those front, people? I can tell you the front page and, and how we can tell you the back one. But the, the front picture is this little boy or girl, it's hard to tell which, um, who's about probably just three years old maybe, with a, about a 12-inch head of a banjo like a big banjo and he's playing this banjo and he has his hand perfect for claw hammer banjo clearly he's watched somebody play and uh, he or she and he's playing for a dog a little dog that's dancing next to him like standing on his hind legs and it's the most adorable picture to me it's true joy it's just absolute joy that picture his head is thrown back and he's singing away it's just a joyful picture It's (laughs) it's like when I see that picture I think, don't I wish that my childhood looked exactly like that? Yeah, and and he, it was from I, uh, Claudia and I were up in um, Hurley, Wisconsin, which is way the heck up there, and nor- due north of Madison, and it they have this Iron County Historical Society Museum, lovely little museum, and when we walked in the door, this picture was in a glass uh, frame on top of. A, a case of artifacts and it was the first thing I saw when I walked in and I just guffawed I just started laughing it was so amazing that picture so I took a picture of the picture and brought it home to show Howie and uh, when he wanted to do his album he said Gee, I wonder, if, wonder if I could use that so he he contacted the museum and they gave him permission to use it <laughs> that's great and what about this back picture who are these five that's people that's a picture of my father and his sisters and that both, by the way, the front and the back pictures were taken right about the same time, probably right around 1920. But that's mm-hmm. just coincidence. Um, they had escaped from Bolshevik Russia, uh, and other members of the family uh, had been killed in uh, pogroms, Jew hunts, in gruesome way. And, um, and they had just lost their mom in the great influenza epidemic. And they were hiding in the Warsaw Ghetto for a year. And then that picture was taken of them when they could first come out of hiding because they had just received passports from the League of Nations, which is the kind of thing that the United Nations should be doing now. Yeah. But it doesn't have the support of some of the great powers, for example, us. And nor did the League of Nations have our support. But the people of the League of Nations said, there are millions of refugees after the Great War. They're all in hiding because they don't have papers. Why don't we give them passports saying they're citizens of the world and they can come out of hiding? So that picture was sent to their father, my grandfather, who by then was living in Massachusetts. Mm. So he could come to Ellis Island to pick them up. And all five of them came? Yes. Uh, Yes. Wow. Minus minus Uncle Moses, who was killed in one of the pogroms. Wow. So there had been six kids. Now there's five. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. 
again more you know songs and stories it's like uh, on that album is a, a song by Cy Khan called Crossing the Border and it's a story Cy's, of his grandpa yeah, yeah. and it's very yeah. much like Howie's family story yeah that's why that's why I put that picture on the back because I recorded We Are Crossing the Border as a young man he traveled through Russia with his uncle and two other singers he was drafted into the Tsar's army, so he had to escape from there. When the guards he bribed at the border started shooting at him and the others, they turned back, but he kept on going and kept going for 92 years. We are crossing the border We are crossing the border We are crossing the border Come go, come go, come go He booked passage to Nova Scotia was married in Manitoba. He shoveled dirt for the Canadian Pacific, carried hard when they built the hotel. Now land was a dollar an acre. Ah, but he was too careful to buy it. So when they found oil on it, he still had the story to tell. We are crossing the border We are crossing the border We are crossing the border Come go, come go, come go Then he moved down south of the border to the mills on the Merrimack River He pumped gas and kept store for a living He raised up a daughter and son Then he'd sit at the head of the table Drinking Hague and Hague pinch bottle whiskey And I'd wonder how someone so gentle Could have done all the things that he'd done we are crossing the border We are crossing the border We are crossing the border Come go, come go, come go He got old and he lived by the ocean I went with my children to see him He stared through the cataracts at him But I think that he saw them just right We buried him up in New England And maybe that's home for the wanderer But home is where the heart is And my heart's with my Zeta tonight 
are crossing the border. We are crossing the border. We are crossing the border. Come go, come go, come. So when it comes to songwriting, um, I'm sure each of you has your own process. Um, do you ever co-write? Not per Well, not really. We don't set out to do that. But if one of us is working on a song, the other one will often contribute. Uh, sometimes it's the key line. You know, you get stuck. You have the whole song, but there's one key line. And the other will just come up with it. And, and that's when you say, damn, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> Testing, 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 one, two, three. Testing, testing, testing you and me. Test the public mood. Test general attitude. Test just a straw poll to see how the vote would go. Test the genes you carry. Test the one you marry. Test your little babe before she starts to grow. Testing, 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 one, two, three. Testing, testing, testing you and me. Test workers on the line. Test probe into the mind. Test predetermine those most likely to steal. Test Kissing in a jar. Test. Are you up to par? Test. Take a drop of blood to see how good you feel. Testing. 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 One, two, three. Testing. Testing. Testing you and me. Test. You know what disease? Test. Set your mind at ease. Test just a survey to find out who is who. Test though there is no cure. Test we must know for sure. Test will you be the one to wear a tattoo? Testing, we're testing, we're testing one, two, three. Testing, we're testing, we're testing you. And me testing. These songs are like children. You you raise them up and then you kick them out the door and hope that they are able to make their way in the world. And um, my song "Circle of the Sun" um, was written was written as a circle. Yeah, circle of the sun. So it starts with birthing and it ends on your dying day, and then it comes back to your birthing day, and, and that was very consciously written that way so that it would be a circle and um, and Avery Rick Avery and Judy Greenhill also I think they actually the ones that started and then Sharon Lowe's and Bram learned from them but Rick and Judy were worried about singing it um, in schools and for young kids because it had death in it and they so hmm. they wanted to avoid hmm. the death verse so they just 
left the death verse out and then sang, uh, you know, put, you know, children learn to read, the children learn, which I have no problem with that, with you know, people substituting, you know, putting in other verses. But I, 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 I never complained about it, but I don't agree with it, that leaving out the death verse, because children need a place to discuss death, number one. And every time I've sung it for kids, I mean, I've never had a parent or a child complain about the death verse. And I have had children come up and talk about their dog that died or their grandma that died or, you know, and to give children a place to have that conversation is a gift, I think. I mean, I remember when my grandfather died and we weren't supposed to talk about it. We weren't allowed to go to the funeral, nothing. You know, the kids, we stayed home while everybody else went to the funeral and it was like this hush-hush, scary thing. Hmm. And it didn't need to be, you know. Babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. Babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. Clouds to the north, clouds to the south, wind and rain to the east and the west. But babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. And children take the first step in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the walking day. Children take the first step in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the walking day. Clouds to the north, clouds to the south, wind and rain to the east and the west. But children take the first step in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the walking day. And children speak the first word in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the talking day. Children speak the first word in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the talking day. Clouds to the north, clouds to the south, wind and rain to the east and the west. But children speak the first word in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the talking day. I hope to be married in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on my wedding day. I hope to be married in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on my wedding day. Clouds to the north, clouds to the south, wind and rain to the east and the west. But I hope to be married in a circle of the sun Circle of the sun on my wedding day I hope to die in a circle of the sun Circle of the sun on my dying day And spread my ashes in a circle of the sun Circle of the sun on my dying day Clouds to the north, clouds to the south Wind and rain to the east and the west But spread my ashes in a circle of the sun Circle of the sun on my dying day and babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. Babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. Clouds to the north, clouds to the south, wind and rain to the east and the west. But babies are born in a circle of the sun, circle of the sun on the birthing day. An awful lot of the things that people are familiar with from the 60s, I never heard sung by the people who recorded them. I just heard them from my friends. Um, but then later, when I uh, went on to college, uh, when I was in at the University of Michigan for a year, uh, I bought a dulcimer there and learned about Gene Ritchie and Howie Mitchell and uh, Richard Frenia and I, I bought that at that point I was working I 
could buy albums, so I bought albums and mm-hmm. and uh, listened to those. And um, I went spent a lot of time at the Ark, like mm-hmm. all of my extra time at in the Ark. In Ann Arbor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a um, a group that met on I think on Saturday afternoons to sing traditional ballads, and that's where I you know first heard. Ed Trickett and John and Tony and um, and Jean actually Jean came there and uh, that was the first time I heard her was at the Ark and I I was like you know, tongue tied yeah. and then when I moved to East Lansing I, I worked at Elderly Instruments which is sort of an iconic music yeah. store still and um, and I was in charge of the books there and how did you and Claudia Schmidt meet you've been working together on and off for well forty a long years time. we met in nineteen eighty at a folk festival in Ironwood, Michigan called the North Country Folk Festival. And the story is actually kind of fun because in 1979, I wrote a song for my grandmother's birthday called Lovely Agnes, which has become sort of my song. So I wrote that in 1979, and I intended never to sing it. I intended to sing it for my grandmother, and that was it. So I sang it for my grandmother, and then our friend Lisa Null came to sing, I think, at the the 10-pound fiddle coffee house, which I'd helped start. And um, she stayed at our house, and we had a party, and she said, have you written any songs? And I said, well, one. <laughs> so I I sang her that song, and she'd recorded it, and I didn't think anything of it. Well, she took it to Prairie Home Companion. She, uh, it was Lisa Null, Lisa Neustadt, um, Claudia, and um, Jean Redpath were all, that was called Powerful Women Singers or something. I forget what the name of the program was, but it was these incredibly powerful singers. And Lisa taught Lovely Agnes to Claudia and to everybody, to that group of people, and they sang it on Prairie Home Companion. And that's when I got a note from Garrison saying, don't be surprised if you run into Agnes in your travels. Um, she, you know, It's a really good song, and people will be singing it, I'm sure. And then he said, if you're ever in Minnesota, give me a call, and I'd love to have you on the show. So, Oh, that's great. And that, that really that launched my career. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style, and we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore, and our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. Oh yes, I will go with you, leave Wisconsin behind, though my parents think a little of my life on a farm. Oh, to leave the gay city life, to be buried on a farm but i'll watch the orchards bloom in spring spend the winters warm in your arms oh agnes won't you go with me we'll be married in style and we'll cross lake michigan so blue and so wild We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born Three children he gave her, Curtis, Eddie, and Dee 
And their fourth child, little Gussie, came ten years after these. And she raised him with a loving hand and with firmness of mind. And she raised him through troubled times, Agnes strong-willed and kind. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. Now three score years have gone and passed like the fruit on the trees. And her children have children with babes on their knees. And they all join in the summertime on the crystal lake shore to greet lovely Agnes now twelve years and fourscore. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. One other question for you, Howie. This work that you do, making wine, mm-hmm. um, vintner, is that the proper I call myself word? a winemaker. A winemaker. Yeah. Um, and making music. How are those two related for you? Because I find if people have parallel careers, um, that there's often, there's often some aspect of the work that is not obvious to the general public, but taps the same basic you know, way of being in the world, that there's something unique mm-hmm. to your personality that that suits you well to both of these, and it's related in a way that's not overt. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I mean, they one is as creative as the other for me. I love them both. Uh, I love when things are going right, making music, and also to make a wine that is everything I want it to be. And as Sally will tell you, I'm I'm hypercritical of myself. I struggle with that particular demon, but every once in a while, I'll hit it right, and I, you know, and it's just it's very gratifying. And I get to be the sampler. <laughs> That's great. This is why we get along. <laughs> he makes the wine, I drink it. I was thinking of the music too, and actually, yeah. Vol- Volcano Lake, my new CD. That's yeah. uh, I, there's some I can listen to it without wincing, which is uh, rare for me.
Vanny Vandy, I've come to court you. Be you rich or be you poor, if you give me your good attention, I'll be yours forevermore. I love you. Vandy Vandy, here's gold and silver. Vandy Vandy, there's a house and land. Vandy Vandy, here's a world of pleasure. It'll be yours at your command. For I love you. Wake up, wake up, the dawn's a breaking. Wake up, wake up, it's almost day. Open up your doors and your diverse windows. Watch your true love march away. For I love you. I saw some jars of pickles lying around here too. Who's who's the pickle maker? Me. But it came out of the out of out of my travels. Again, you know, everything I know I learned through music. So I I uh, was in Lake City or Oak Center, Minnesota at at a little um, uh, food co-op and playing there and the woman who lived there gave us dilly beans for our treat at dinner time, and I ate the whole jar. It was so good. They were so Sally good. doesn't do things by half. <laughs> <laughs> well, dilly beans, I mean, how many calories can they have? Not many. So I ate the whole jar, and I asked her for the recipe. She gave me the recipe. I lost the recipe, but discovered that it is in the joy of cooking. You can look up dilly beans, and oh mm. my, are they good. Nice. Nice. I usually have uh, some refrigerator pickles going at home. Mm -hmm. so I, and in I, fact, I, when you leave today, if you like, you can take one of these jars with you. Many blessings on the house and all who enter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ezekiel saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw the wheel way in the middle of the air. And the little wheel run by faith. Big wheel run by the grace of God, it's a wheel in a wheel, way in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw the wheel turning way up in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw the wheel turning way in the middle of the air. And the little wheel run by faith, big wheel run by the grace of God, it's a wheel in a wheel turning way in the middle of the air. Well, let me tell you what a hypocrite'll do, way in the middle of the air. Way in the middle of the air, Ezekiel saw the wheel. Way up in the middle of the air, Ezekiel saw the wheel turning. Way in the middle of the air, and the little wheel run by faith. And the big wheel run by the grace of God. It's a wheel in a wheel turning. 
spent a lifetime uh, ongoing. Not yet. <laughs> um, a lifetime thus far uh, chasing um, extraordinary beauty and wonder and magic in so many ways. And your music and your presence in the folk community has been such a gift to so many people. Oh, very think, kind of you to say that. I thank you both. Do you mind repeating that into the microphone? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah I, I, I think sometimes we don't know the impact of our own work. We never can. That's yeah. true. You know, but yeah. uh, the two of you are without question um, spoken of and thought of with genuine affection and total respect mm. in the folk community. And that's, that's, that's great to hear. That's a marvelous legacy to have and a wonderful platform to stand on as you continue to release new records and take on new projects and and uh, so uh, Sally and Howie thank you both so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us here in my highway home well thank you Joe very kind and a lot of fun too mm-hmm. yeah. thanks you've been listening to my highway home with Joe Jenks, celebrating music art culture and community from the driver's seat many thanks to Sally Rogers and Howie Burson for their interview stories and music Songs used in this episode include recordings from Sally Rogers, Howie Burson, and Claudia Schmidt. Love Will Guide Us, Sarah Gray. Ain't Life Like a Wide, Wide Load on a Narrow Road. Our Children, Crossing the Border. Testing, Circle of the Sun. Lovely Agnes. Tommy Thompson, Tune Set. Ezekiel Saw the Wheel, and Jay and Molly's Wedding. Thanks to Ron Alesco and Folk Music Notebook, as well as Anna Ratliff and Charlie Pilzer for additional recording. Produced by Joe Jenks. All interviews and theme music copyright 2019, Turtle Bear Music. Music.